print. You don't go over there and shake hands, smile, hug their neck. Let's knock them on their backs, butt them in the mouth, knock their ass in the dirt. That's what we got to do. We got to stop that buddy ball, smash everybody in the mouth. Hey, baby, we're going to be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. This is Hour 3 of Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson on the WRAD Talk Network. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. You know what that means? Do you? We're the underdog. We're mutts. My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side... Big Dog Sports Talk Power Hour. All right, we are underway in hour number three. Hope you're doing well, wherever you might be. Thanks so much to uh, Will Stewart for joining us uh, in studio there from Tech Sideline. David Till, in about half an hour, it's our Hall of Fame, 8 o'clock Power Hour, of course, leading it off. With the voice of Virginia Tech football, it's Bill Roth and the Roth Report. From the talk of the New River Valley WRAD, it's time for the Roth Report. Presented by the University Club of Virginia Tech, Blacksburg's premier private club and event venue. Now along with Virginia Sports Hall of Famer and voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth, here's Rick Watson. Good morning, William. How are you, my friend? Good morning. Nice to be with you again today. How you doing? Doing good, man. Always good to talk to you. And uh, what nice. a big week it is on a Thursday, huh? Oh, I know. It's going to be great. Thursday night games are always special at Lane. WV visits for the first time in 18 years. The weather's going to be great. Uh, game is sold out. This will be the Hokies' second sellout already of the year. The Miami game's already sold out as well, you know. Mm-hmm. I think the fans are back. Now yes. Let's see what type yes. of uh, game we can have here tomorrow night. Yeah, it's very interesting to see by far the most dynamic offense that Virginia Tech has seen in a challenge. Brent Pry's got to be excited about the challenge for his defense. Yeah, for sure. I mean, their WVU's offensive line is is the best Tech has seen statistically. West Virginia's uh, a top thirty-five rushing team. I know WV fans have said we haven't been able to run the ball. We haven't been able to stop people. Well. They may be giving up a lot of points still, but they're running the ball better. So that'll be a big challenge for the Hokies. I think for Tech to win this game tomorrow night, they're going to have to play a really clean football game. Uh, the last two games, not a single penalty, uh, single turnover. And last week, not a single pre-snap penalty. Mm-hmm. That almost has to continue tomorrow night. And uh, Burnup and I were talking about the fact that we're, we're walking around sounding like coaches, saying things like <laughs> win in the margins. <laughs> well. And, and that really is the case tomorrow night because I don't what, – what, what, what hurts teams that are, I don't want to say offensively challenged, but the Hokies so far haven't shown the ability to to consistently run it or to have a big play guy, right? And and so when you get a penalty that turns second and three into second and eight, or even first and ten into first and fifteen, you you get, as we saw it in, during the old Dominion game, fifteen of them. You, you can't make that up, and then, and then you don't, you don't score points. And last week against Wofford, Rick, if, if you recall. 
Hokies had a lot of yards and first downs mm-hmm. again, but struggled inside the 30-yard line. You know, it's a little bit stati- uh, misleading statistic. Their red zone numbers are great. Once they get inside the 20, they're at 100%. The problem is inside the 30, they, the, that, that, that area between the 40 and the 30-yard line on the plus side of the field has hurt them. They, they've got to take advantage of that. They can't have any special teams mistakes. They've got to continue to punt the ball really well. They've got to continue to catch punts when they're returning them well. On the defensive side, this is the best offense they've seen. So can they get pressure on the quarterback? Can they avoid giving up the big play like they have uh, all season long? How about in the other locker room, Bill? Because you've caught a lot of these games in the atmosphere like this on a Thursday. What about West Virginia? What are they thinking to conquer this atmosphere and to get a dub? What would be a huge dub for them? Yeah, well, for them, it's almost a similar thing. So the two games West Virginia's lost, they've lost because of interceptions. They can't come in here. They almost have to play a clean game, too. They may have a little bit of a bigger margin for error, maybe, but maybe not. You know, the pit game, they had that game one. They have a tip interception that pit returns for a touchdown. Kansas, same thing, right? Now mm-hmm. that game ended in overtime. Picks They've given up two pick sixes to lose games right. already. Right. You talk about agonizing, frustrating <laughs> game, okay, for them. So um, if, if they give up a third pick six of the season – of the month, uh, it's going to be hard to win at Lane. How they handle the atmosphere. I think the fans really impacted BC. Uh, and I'll tell you exactly what happened, Rick. If you remember the BC game, first possession, Eagles thrown interception, remember? Right, right. Jakovic gets picked off. Hokies return it. Connor runs it back inside their 30. Hokies bang it in. It's 7 nothing. Enter Sandman is still echoing. <laughs> yes. There's 14-something to go in the first quarter, 14 minutes, and you're down. And it got louder. Right, as, as loud as it was when the Hokies took the field, it was getting louder. Right, and and I think that impacted BC's offensive line, and I think it, it impacted things that they wanted to do. Uh, it became kind of like this ocean of noise uh, coming out of the student section and the whole stadium too, not just the students. Everybody was there, and so I think that'll be. I think both teams, the the the, the first quarter, even the first half of the first quarter tomorrow night, the first seven minutes of the game really really big because WVU has not played clean in its two losses and and they're playing look Heinz Field's really nice and it was the biggest crowd to ever see a game in the history of Pittsburgh sports I get it Lane Stadium is a lot louder than mm-hmm. Heinz Field absolutely and so we'll see how they play what about the ACC finally officially moving to Charlotte this is something that's been planned for a while and how do you think it's going to affect things in the long haul I really feel bad for the people of Greensboro because this is more symbolic than anything else, right? There can still be ACC men's and women's basketball tournaments in Greensboro. Correct. They can still be tournament town. Um, but the fact that Greensboro, which was the founding birthplace of the ACC and has been the home of the league since its inception, they're moving to Charlotte. Clearly – Look, I think everyone understands if you are an administrator or or a a coach or a faculty rep that's in at Syracuse or Miami or South Bend or Louisville, there are no nonstop flights to Greensboro, right? And not everybody's flying on charter jets. Maybe the athletic director is and university presidents, uh, but everybody else, it's just a lot easier to get to Charlotte. And the same thing for everybody else, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. for the league office, they you you're, you're working at the league office in Greensboro. And, and you want to get to Boston College, every time you want to go there, you got to connect through Charlotte. Right. So I, I think that, uh, that that's a big thing. ACC Network has studios over there. 
Uh, I just think that it makes a lot more sense. It makes more sense than Orlando, but I do feel sorry for the people of Greensboro. Sure, but sure. they need to keep in mind they'll still they're still going to get tournaments, and it, it's still the birthplace of the ACC. He is Bill Roth. This is the Roth Report here on BDST. And Bill, we have uh, something pretty cool. Uh, you and I absolutely love Louise Baker and everything she does with Long and Foster. And what is she doing now to help out some of the peeps who may not have tickets for the game? First of all, Louise Baker is amazing in our She's team. great. Not just because yeah. she's a supporter of this show. She's an amazing resource yes. for newcomers yes. who are coming into our community who are looking for a home or for those who want to sell their home. She's a tremendous philanthropic person in our community, as we've talked about before, whether it's the food bank or other initiatives, right? Yes. You're, she's she's five stars all the way across. Yes, she's she our five-star recruit. She is our five-star. <laughs> but Louise had a couple of extra tickets mm-hmm. to tomorrow night's game. And she said, I would like to give away a couple of tickets to the Tech-West Virginia game, right? A pair, two tickets. Good seats, too. Yes, they are. Good seats for tomorrow night's game. Mm-hmm. I want to give them away for free. And I said, all right, well, let's do a <laughs> trivia question on Rick's show on Wednesday. So we have a trivia question to give away two tickets to Thursday night's primetime, nationally televised, sold-out Virginia Tech WVU football game. Okay. I always love so your you trivia right questions, now? too. Yeah, let's do it here. Let's do it before we get right, into it. So here you go. So right. What's the phone number, Ricky? The phone number is 639-4900. 639-4900. Area code 540. And Bill's going to ask a trivia question. I'll get the uh, get the trivia music in the background going here, so you can have it in the. All right, what do we got here? This Virginia Tech place kicker kicked a fourth quarter field goal to give Virginia Tech a two point win over West Virginia in Morgantown in 1989. Okay, 1989. This Virginia Tech place kicker. Kicked a fourth quarter field goal, lifting the Hokies to a two point win in Morgantown. Okay. Name that kicker. Name the kicker. I'm writing all this down, and the phone lines are. 1989. Phone lines are already going absolutely right. nuts. Let's see if anyone can get this. <laughs> all right. You should be able to hear this, uh, William, as well. Let's go right to the phones. Again, 540 639 4900. Bill's question, the kicker, this kicker made a fourth-quarter field goal to beat West Virginia in 1989. We just need the name of the kicker. All right, let's go right to the phones. Hello, good morning. Who's this? Uh, this is Royal Carson. Hey, Royal, how you doing, man? Where are you calling from? I'm calling from here in uh, Blacksburg. All right, Royal, uh, you heard Bill's question. Um, what's the answer? Who are we looking for here? Which kicker beat West Virginia in 89? The answer is uh, Mickey Thomas. That's correct. Yes, that was the day I got married, and I was listening to it on the radio. <laughs> That's Is awesome. That, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You got married during a Tech WV game, and you, you were listening? Was the uh, wedding? Yes, be- I, I made. I made sure it was an away game, and I got married uh, down in Independence, Virginia. Wow. It was a wait, wait, wait. It was an. Act. Did you have an evening wedding, or did you have like the radio going during your ceremony? <laughs> I had the radio going, and my dad helped me as well. It was a little transistor radio in the bottom of the uh, church for the reception. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. What a great marriage. Is the marriage still alive and thriving? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, 30-plus years. Absolutely. <laughs> See? Then Bill gets a part of that. Bill and Burnham get a part of that. Uh, that's well, right. That's Mickey. right. I've been, and I'm, Mickey. I'm, 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 <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm a tech. We're both my wife and I are tech graduates, and uh, yeah, graduated '89. So yeah, oh, that is great. Wow. That is well, great. Congratulations! Thanks for. Uh, bringing us along to the wedding and for sharing that story all these years later. All right, do me a favor. Stay on the line. We're going to head to the break, and I'll get all your info. But you have Louise's tickets, man. Congratulations. Don't hang up on hey, me. Hey, thank you. Oh, no, thank I appreciate you. appreciate it. All right. All right, we're going to take a break. It is you know, uh, Bill Rowe. I tried to throw a little curveball there. <laughs> I know, right? I thought people were going to go with Shane Graham because 10 years before Shane Graham kicked – by the way, both Shane and Mickey from Pulaski County High School. Correct. Before a decade before Shane Graham lifted Virginia Tech to a two-point win with a fourth-quarter field goal in Morgantown, the Hokies won over number nine WV. That's right, twelve to ten. That's right. Mickey kicked four field goals in the game. Uh, West Virginia was ranked seventh and led the Hokies ten to nine in the fourth quarter. And uh, Thomas, it was a short field goal. Hokies couldn't get it in. He knocked home basically the distance of an extra point. Uh, short field goal, straight on kicker, conventional kicker, Virginia Tech 12, West Virginia 10 in 1989. I remember that game as well. There you go. All right, uh, what caller did hang up? Call us back, and uh, let me get your information during the break. More coming up. It's Bill Roth and the Roth Report. We still have the SMA update coming up from Bill. They had something really cool happen, as usual, this week. It'll be the Baker team game of the week and also the NRV Heart Clinic top three. Stay with us. More coming up. Don't go away as the Roth Report rolls on here on a Wednesday. Louise Baker, the Louise Baker team with Long and Foster Realtors. Hire an experienced real estate agent to help you navigate the world of purchasing your property. Dealing with lenders, selecting properties, seeing the inside, making an offer, and all of the details to closing. Let a professional help you with the steps. Louise Baker, Long and Foster Realtors. Contact us at nrvhomeswithans.com. Hey, Hokie fans and alums, have you ever wanted to throw an event or dine with friends with Lane Stadium as your backdrop? Well, now you can. University Club of Virginia Tech is now offering memberships with the complete club experience. You'll have member access to dine during the week, a quiet place to work, an incredible venue to host private events, and most importantly, a setting that fosters community and relationships. For more information, go to universityclubofvt.com. That's University Club of vt.com from the classroom to the studio to the stadium it's time to catch up on the latest from virginia tech sports media and analytics program today's sma update is brought to you by first in maine blacksburg's premier destination to eat drink shop and play and we are back here on the roth report with bill roth the voice of virginia tech football once again and man another cool opportunity for your sma group this past week Yesterday, we really enjoyed welcoming uh, WSLS Channel 10 in Roanoke, Vice President and GM uh, Jamie Leone and the News Director Margaret Ashburn to our studio during our Sports Center class yesterday. And they had the opportunity to watch our students work. We were recording some segments. Uh, each student had to prepare uh, an, uh, a commentary or a report or do a sportscast during the course of a two hour window. And it was just so amazing to see them perform uh, under a high-pressure situation where this was more than just a grade for this yesterday, but you actually had a GM and a news director in the studio watching you. Yeah. And and 
it'd be like a, a NFL general manager showing up to watch you practice uh, in, in, a, in, a, in a football sense, right? <clears throat> so I just was so excited to welcome them to our studio yesterday, and they want to see what we're doing, and they came up to see it in person. And I think that really energized our students. You know, we, we tell them you never know. I didn't let them know in advance who, who was going to be coming because I didn't want them to be totally uh, intimidated but there, there they were in inside the studio, not even in the control room, Rick, but actually standing behind the camera. I love uh, that. Yeah, in the corner of the studio, just to see how the body language and the, the, each student got to meet them. And I just think it's really exciting for our kids. And I'm appreciative of of the the, the management from Channel Ten coming in to see what we've got going at Tech, and and to see the type of people we have and interact with our students. And they're going to be back. We're doing a career fair in a couple of weeks. And they'll both be back for that to, to get them. But they actually wanted to see him on camera working uh, in our studio. And, and I took a lot of pride in that. And I know our students are still beaming over the fact that someone like like that would show up yeah, in the studio. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, it just continues their education in so many different ways. And you're right, to be able to do that without them knowing that they're watching, it's just really so well Well, once they, once they arrived, they knew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm talking about the day before. Yeah, the day before, uh, right, right. Yeah, Margaret's looking for some, some young aspiring broadcasters and she's the news director and, and, <laughs> all right three two one go right? <laughs> yeah let's see what you got let's see what you got great stuff man great stuff all right now this is going to be interesting your baker team game of the week a lot of good games out there so which which one are you going with this weekend man i love a duke kansas game. you always I have <laughs> the great traditions except it's usually it's usually at allen Fieldhouse or at cameron <laughs> Right, that's right. <laughs> We're at the end of September. Duke and Kansas are undefeated in football and playing each other. I'm going with that, man. Hey, it may never happen again. Right? But why not? Blue blood basketball is getting it done on the gridiron. You I'm know, with and, you. Uh, and, and UCLA's undefeated, and Kentucky's undefeated. This, this is this is blue blood basketball. <laughs> this is the best month they've ever had. All the blue bloods are undefeated. Carolina's undefeated right, in football, right? Right. Uh, but Duke, Kansas, uh, obviously, Coach Elko down at Duke. He's a new coach. Coming in there, what a start. And uh, same with Kansas, right? I mean, oh, it's a new era over there. Jalen Daniels. And, Ooh. and Yeah, and they've already won in Morgantown. Dukes won at Northwestern. Those are good road wins for those teams. And uh, I'm excited about it. I don't know that I'll watch it. Sure. <laughs> I just wanted to say that the Duke-Kansas football game is our game of the week. <laughs> I'm with you. I like it. I like it a lot. There's I really... always hope, Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's always hope. There's always hope. They beat the Hokies in an orange bowl. So, I mean, they, we shouldn't joke about Kansas football, but um, I'm, 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 you know, you can imagine if you're a football fan of one of those schools, because there's not a lot of you. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. But if you, but this is the day you've been waiting for. Well, college football fan, check out Jalen Daniels. I mean, he's the truth. Yeah, he's really good. He's the truth. You're going to like watching that kid play. All right, good choice. And see if Duke, hey, 4-0 under Coach Echo. That would be happen. really good. So that would be a really good road win for the ACC, wouldn't it? It would. It would be terrific. Yes, not underrated at all. That would be huge, absolutely yeah, yeah. huge. All right, time now. Always uh, a fun part of this segment with Bill, the New River Valley Heart Clinic Top 3. Three, two, one. Are you ready for today's countdown? It's time for Bill's Top 3, presented by New River Valley Heart Clinic in Radford. All right, what are we looking at for the top three this week? I like keeping you in the dark on Yeah, this. I know. This is fun. This is fun. So my uh, my late night, I was trying to get to bed. I flipped the Yankees-Pirates game on, and they're, they're getting beat in the ninth inning. But let's watch Judge hit. Right? Oh, yeah. So Judge hits his 60th home in the ninth <laughs> inning. Right? And 
They they were losing eight to four, right? So that makes it eight to five mm-hmm. against the the Pirates. Your you beloved Pirates. after the sixtieth home run. <laughs> oh no, you don't because it's the yeah, Pirates. That's right. <laughs> and so the game ends. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton hits a walk off grand slam. Mm-hmm. So the Yankees scored five in the ninth inning. Um, poor old Stanton hits it. That's his third walk off grand slam of his career. Right. Yeah. Can you imagine hitting a walk-off grand slam home run in the bottom of the ninth to win a game for the Yankees, and it's not the biggest home run of the inning? <laughs> right. It's an afterthought that they won the game because 60 got hit. Right. Right. He hit a 60th home run. He could break it on Friday night. And by the way, we're going to talk about this in class today. It might happen on the MLB game on Friday, which would be Apple TV. That's right. They're hoping. Fingers crossed, right? The greatest. Anyway, uh, that would be an amazing record. Uh, the American League record for home runs and um, – it's, judge is likely going to get it here in the next couple of weeks and uh, a record that many people thought would never be broken. Right, so that right. brings us to top three records that I think will never be broken. Oh, here we go. This is right in my wheelhouse. I love stuff like this. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. So I had one, two, three, four, five, six of them written down here, and I wasn't sure which ones to go with because never is a long time, right? It is. It's like forever. <laughs> it's forever. You're right. So these are records that, I, like, some of them could could be broken, right? Like, like Oscar Robertson averaged a triple double in 1962. Mm-hmm. Like, it's never happened before. It's never happened since. He averaged 31 points, 11 assists, and 13 rebounds a game for a whole season. For a whole season. Okay. Now, am I going to say that no one will? It'll never happen again. There will never be a player that can average a triple double. I'm not ready to do that. No, that could ha- I could see that happening with the way the league is now. Correct. Okay. Um, Tampa Bay Bucks lost 26 games in a row. Could an NFL team lose mm-hmm. all 16 games for one season and then lose 10 the next to mm-hmm. start to tie that? I don't want to say never. No, I don't think you can. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you get a, an owner that does yeah, the best. Right? right. Okay. Right. Okay. But these these are the three that I don't think will happen. Okay. Okay. All right. Number three, the Celtics won eight straight NBA titles. I don't see a scenario in which anybody in the NBA is going to win eight in a row. No. No. Agreed. Okay. That's number three. Um, number two record that I don't think will ever be broken. Um, Wayne Gretzky. Had 2,857 career points. <laughs> Is that all? <laughs> including 215 in one season. Now, for those that don't know, if you don't follow hockey, a goal and an assist, that's how you get points. Right. You score a goal, right. you get a point. You get an assist, you get a point. So the two together, that, that gives you 2,800 points. <sighs> this is the greatest record probably ever in sports. I agree with you. Think yeah. about this for a second. If you took Wayne Gretzky's all-time assists away, let's say he never had an assist, okay? He's still the all-time scoring leader in the history of the sport mm-hmm. just on his goals. Right. Just it might, It's mind-blowing to think about that statement. That's how a cut above he was or before and anybody after. That'd be like if you, if you took all the singles Pete Rose got in his career, <laughs> he still has more hits than anyone else. <laughs> right, it, right. It's an unfathomable statistic. Um, but that's not my number one streak. All right. Do you know where I'm going? I think so, but... It's baseball. Yes. I'm thinking of one particular streak, yes. 
Cal Ripken Jr., 2,362 consecutive games. It's funny. We were getting a bunch of text messages, people guessing what number one would yeah. be. And that way I got out like five guesses. Yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> I like that. Now, thank you for contributing. By the yeah. way, thanks so much for the gentleman who brought a radio <laughs> to his wedding. And <laughs> oh, that was that. great. Isn't, that, isn't great. that awesome about sports is we remember where we were and what we were doing. Yes. memorable happened. And you're always tied in now to that marriage, which, by the way, is 30-plus years strong, he said. Yeah, you asked him, are you still married? I had my fingers crossed. Like, oh, Rick. You got, thank you. I'm so happy. I'm so happy they're still together. You lucked out there, didn't I? Yeah. Now, I, look, I don't think anyone will ever break Cal Ripken's record of, of 2362. If someone does, that'll be really cool. I mean, but no one's ever come no, close to that. It won't like, happen now, yeah. You just, I just can't see... In, in today's landscape, and it puts in perspective what Cal did and uh, on good teams, you know. And uh, so that's that's my number one record that, in my opinion, will never be broken. There's there's probably some others out there. Burn Up, Burn Up still holds the pizza in record <laughs> um, for slices consumed in one hour. Well, I mean, there's some records that will never be touched. <laughs> the Iron Man, Mike Burn Up, pizza in. Oh. <laughs> uh. Well, Fun times today. Yeah, it was Looking good. forward to tomorrow night. I hope we see everybody out there. If you're a WVU fan, I think you're going to be impressed with uh, the warmth and hospitality. It's been 18 years yes. since these two teams yes. played. And the series did get canceled. But every Hokie fan that I spoke with who went to Morgantown last year, uh, other than the result of the game, they had a great Me time. Me too, there was yeah. Great, there was good, good friendship. And I think you're going to see that here tomorrow night. Uh, the the place is going to be jumping uh, there's no future games between these teams scheduled. Right, right. Um, so it, it won't be the last time they play because something will happen. Something's right? got to happen. The road, right, right. There'll be a, but the, the the series isn't going to continue where you're playing every year. And maybe they'll play in a bowl game. Sure. But in terms of a Thursday night at Lane, uh, it's a big game, man. West Virginia's Huge. one and two. Yeah. They're one and two. Hokies are, are two and one, and they've got an incredibly challenging schedule coming up. These next five games are all going to be right, really, right. really challenging. And uh, um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So the atmosphere will be great. The weather will be great. And let's hope we have a good game, too. All right. Have a great call, brother. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, Rick. There you go. That's Bill Roth and the Roth Report. We'll take a break. Come back. David Teal joins us as we roll along in the 8 o'clock power hour.